Welcome back to Free 90s. This is episode number 20. Wow, who would have thought that we've gotten to 20 episodes now, right? But here we are. We've got a lot going on. Biggest thing, though, baseball is back tomorrow. Opening day is tomorrow. There's a few games slated. A couple of games have already been postponed because of rain, but hey, there's going to be baseball tomorrow, and that's all that matters, right, Ryan? So happy. Um, and then uh, now that March Madness is over, I can solely focus on baseball. It well, then, baseball of, of course, of course, hockey playoffs I will pay attention to, but it's baseball season, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we got some news and notes that happened in the past week as well. Ryan, you want to start getting into that? Um, you know, the big news coming today out of Cleveland. Yeah, our boy, Jose Ramirez, got a nice little extension. Five years, $124 million. Um, Well-deserved. I mean, that dude's a beast. Um, I honestly thought they were going to trade him. And uh, turns out I was wrong. And not only did they extend him, they he has a full no trade clause included in the deal so and honestly i think he's gonna be a great player for them to build around um i mean obviously there is still a chance that he could get traded if he does waive that uh, full no trade clause but i mean hey w move for the cleveland guardians god it's still weird to say i think they recognize that they've got some good prospects coming up and they have a pretty good pitching staff for the next five years as well with a bunch of young guys so yeah, they extended Jose Ramirez, and that's going to help him a lot. Help him out a lot. He's an MVP candidate. You know, every year he's in the in the league. So good for the Guardians. I think that we may see them actually do some stuff in the next couple of years uh, with with him being the centerpiece of the of the team now. Definitely. Um, again, I think. Well, we'll also see what happens this year because I mean they could just completely shit the bed. And hey. Jose Ramirez is like, huh, you know what? Maybe uh, I'm I'm doubting my I'm doubting staying here, but hey, we'll see what happens. He seems to like it there, so yeah. And I'm I'm rooting for him. And then uh, we saw Austin Meadows get traded to the Detroit Tigers for Isaac Paredes and a uh, competitive balance draft pick, something. Um, but Austin Meadows going from a uh, playoff contender to a who knows what they're going to do this year? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I like the trade for both sides. Uh, I think the Rays weren't – I think Meadows is going to be a free agent pretty soon, so obviously they're not going to pay him. And uh, so, yeah, they might as well just get something back for him while he's actually doing – he's actually still productive. And, uh, yeah, I think he's probably guaranteed at least 30 bombs, and that'll be good for that lineup, especially with uh, Torkelson coming up and actually he made the big the big league roster and Riley Green will be coming up shortly after after he recovers from his uh I believe foot injury yeah they also have Javier Baez now yeah Javi and uh, offense might be sneaky good Akil Badu yeah Akil Badu Robbie Grossman very underrated yeah very very underrated and then my boy Jonathan Scope yeah <laughs> it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be very very interesting to see what the Tigers do this year. Um, they added Austin Meadows, big left-handed bat. I don't, out of all those guys, I mean, Austin Meadows has to be the best left-handed bat in that lineup now. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. In terms of power, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you really can't think of another left-handed hitter in that lineup that's as good as Austin Meadows. So the key piece for the Tigers that they, that they now have, and hopefully it pans out for them. Yep. 
Um, for a while, I didn't, I didn't think that he would be traded, but he did get traded. Sean Manaya was traded to the Padres for a couple of prospects uh, I didn't really look into. Um, wait, wait, hold but, on. Did you just say that you didn't expect the A's to get rid of their all their players? <laughs> well, there had been nothing over the last couple, like the last like week or two, regarding Manaya and Montas, and I was like, oh, well, maybe, maybe they'll actually be kept. And then, sure enough, nope. nope. Um, but I love him going to the Padres. Uh, he's reunited with Bob Melvin now. Um, he's pretty reliable. He had his shoulder injury a few years ago now, so that's in the past. So he should do really well with the Padres. He'll get a bunch of wins. He'll keep them in the games. And Padres are going to be a good team this year. Well, we'll see. Um, I mean, obviously, not having Tatis for a while, is I think it's going to come back to haunt them. But, uh, yeah, good for Shamanaya. Um, definitely a huge upgrade moving from Oakland to San Diego. <laughs> 100%. And it wasn't quite that way for a while. The A's had a much better record than the Padres did last year, but... Where did you say that Shamanai was going to go in your uh, predictions? What do you mean? A couple of episodes ago, did you – was that just Montage that you predicted was going to win the Cy Young for the team he got traded to, or is it Manaya as well? Oh, yeah. I had Manaya winning the Cy Young with, uh, <laughs> with who? It wasn't the, the twin, twins. Was it? I said the twins. Okay. So that was wrong. Montage <laughs> could still get traded to the Red Sox. Yeah, he could. I mean, they need they they're gonna need their pitching to step up. So yeah. All right. Well, over one. Then, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then the rich get richer. Uh, the Dodgers clearing money from AJ Pollock to get Craig Kimbrell, one of the best closers in baseball. So well, yeah. I mean that kind of, that sucks for the White Sox because Garrett Crochet is probably gonna get Tommy John. He already and, uh, he's getting it. It's already yeah. Okay. So in. and then now I mean obviously their bullpen is still insane, but I mean. Not having Craig Kimbrell is kind of a, a big ouch. They lost um, two of their back three guys in yeah one day when they traded Kimbrell and then um, it came out that Crochet needed TJ. Yeah, so. I mean, I mean, I still think they're going to do just fine. But I mean, and the, if they, you know, when they make the playoffs, that could come back to haunt them. So yeah. <sighs> and then uh, something that we've been excited about i think but the top prospects in baseball are actually making opening day rosters for the first time in a long time that list includes julio rodriguez bobby witt jr spencer spencer torkelson bryson stott and our boy stephen kwan (laughs) the cleveland guardians mlb may not um, see that stephen's a top prospect but fangraphs does that's where we're going has him in the top 100 prospects so hey um the man went four for four off me with a triple, two doubles, and a single when he was at when he was at Washington High School. So, and I had the pleasure of playing with him. He's probably one of the best baseball players I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, he's he's ridiculous. And um, a little another guy I want to mention as well is Josh Lowe. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a really good season in AAA last year. I think he had twenty two bombs and almost thirty stolen bases in AAA for the Tampa Bay Rays last year. So, look for him. He's going to be the opening day right fielder for the Tampa Bay Rays. And then we're still waiting on, I, th- I believe, C.J. Abrams to get nope. starting right fielder for the Padres. That's another guy that we can talk about as well. Oh, C.J. Abrams made it. Yep. When did they announce it today? Yesterday. Okay. Thank God. <laughs> he's playing right field though. Yeah, because he's an athlete. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, that dude, the dude can hit. I don't know about the if he could somehow tap into that power and get a little bit bigger. Watch out. 
And then there's two guys that um, should have made the opening day roster, but they had injuries in spring training, Adley Rutschman and Riley Green. I think those two would have been on the opening day rosters as well. You could even make the case for Josh Jung. Yeah, yeah. But he also had a very bad injury, so he'll be out for a while, unfortunately. Unfortunately, yeah. And then um, is Jared Kellenick still a rookie, or is, no. did he lose his rookie eligibility? He lost rookie eligibility. So did, yeah, I mean. Still a young superstar oh, on the Mariners. They're gonna be, they're, they're, the outfield's disgusting. Yeah. yeah. Especially with now Julio. And, uh, well, and then one more thing before we move on to our main uh, topics for this episode. Michael, what jersey are you wearing? Oh, I'm going to keep it a secret for now. I'll bring it up when we get I, to our uh, National League predictions. I won't be keeping mine a secret because I'm actually wearing my throwback Pirates jersey of Roberto Clemente. <laughs> you heard it here first. Ryan Probst is picking the Pirates to win the NL Central this year. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be so bad. They are going to be really bad. <sighs> um, but yeah, as Ryan said, we've got our big chunk of our podcast talking about our American League and National League final predictions, talking about who's going to win each division, who's going to be in the playoffs this year, and who's going to win the major awards. And I think most importantly, who is going to win the World Series. So we've got a lot of stuff to get through in the next, you know, 40 minutes or so. I don't think it should take that long. Um, But where do you want to start with first? Do you want to go awards first or do you want to go with the playoff predictions first? Um, Let's do the playoff predictions. Where do you want to start? American League or National League? Let's do let's do the National League. All right. National League, here we go. Let's start with the NL Central. Yeah? Um, that works. Whatever you want to do, buddy. I don't know. I'm just I I've I'm gonna reveal my jersey now. I'm wearing a my Paul Goldschmidt St. Louis Cardinals baby blue jersey. Oh, I'm and, actually uh, glad you brought Paul Goldschmidt up. Dude had the best spring training of any player, by the way. Oh, I know. And he I'm literally very happy batted to have 500. Him on the fantasy team. He literally batted 500 with four bombs, and he batted like a like I think he had a a thousand OPS or something like that. Yeah, insane. I'm like, oh, we're gonna need that the entire year. Yeah. So uh, let's go. Actually, let's go bottom to the top so the bottom team i have in the national league central i think you probably have them too the yeah Cincinnati i'm wearing the reds. jersey huh <laughs> i'm wearing the jersey oh you put the pirates bottom i put the reds on bottom what yeah oh my god no nah, the pirates are gonna be i think the pirates are still gonna be really bad i think the reds are just trying to lose so <laughs> at least the pirates they have young guys that might actually do something um well, I, I, well, I, that's that's why I kind of made the, I made the case for that for the Reds because I, they still have Jonathan India, and they still have Joey Votto, and uh, Hunter Green's coming up as well. Also, another guy we, we forgot to mention that made the big league roster. Oh yeah, well we talked about him last week. Yeah, true. Um, I think those Reds will come in a uh, in fourth. So I'm wow, that's surprising. I could have, I was like that was probably my my most comfortable pick with the Pirates coming in last in the NL Central. Actually. There's another one that's very comfortable with putting them in last, but we'll get. I don't know. There. I look at the I look at the top three in that lineup. Once O'Neill Cruz gets gets called up because he's in AAA right now, 
But Brian Reynolds, Cabrian Hayes, and O'Neill Cruz, that's a pretty solid one, two, three um, when it comes to a lineup. <laughs> Their pitching staff is terrible, but I don't know. <laughs> Horrible. I'm just, I'm, I'm just making predictions, man. All right. Um, then let's we, – we revealed our fourth and fifth picks. So for my th- – coming in third, um, my least favorite team, as everyone knows – the Chicago Cubs. However, a lot, a lot to like about the Cubs, especially for me, because I love a lot of their players. I mean, Nick Madrigal, Clint Frazier, uh, Stroman. I mean, there's a lot of likable guys that they that they, they that they're gonna have in their on their opening day roster. Obviously, they still have the guys that I absolutely can't stand: Wilson Contreras, Jason Hayward. But um. Yeah, I think I think they're gonna be a little better than what everyone thinks. Oh, Frank Schwindel, another guy I forgot to mention that everyone loves, including yeah. myself. So, but I think they'll come in third place. I have the Cubs there as well. I think they're a mediocre team. That's I don't even know what they're trying to do right now. Can't tell if they're trying to make a playoff because I don't think they can. Um, I think third place is the right place for them, and not making the playoffs. So. <clears throat> This is uh this was one of my more difficult decisions was the uh, division winner for the NL Central. All right, well it wasn't too hard for me because I mean the the thing is is that this team that I picked is just they're way better than everyone else at one thing and they win a lot of games for it. And that and coming in first in the NL Central is the Milwaukee Brewers. They have in my opinion, the best pitching staff in the entire MLB. Their bullpen is, I mean, Devin Williams and Josh Hader, disgusting. They're three-headed monster. I mean, almost untouchable. If they're in any close game, you're not beating them. And if if Christian Yelich returns to his MVP form, I believe the Brewers are World Series contenders. I think and, the, the biggest thing with the Brewers is going to be Christian Yelich. Yes. If he can get back to all-star level, not even MVP level, he's going to help out the Brewers so much. But without Christian Yelich on that, in that lineup, there's not much there. But I'm just – I mean, yeah. But even though, like, yeah, their offense may not be the best, even with Yelich not doing too not doing too hot, if they scored, like, five runs a game, I mean, especially when you got to face Corbin Burns, Brendan Woodruff, and Freddie Peralta in a series – I mean, you're, I think you're going to lose at least two of those games. Sure. So, and that's why I I had the Brewers winning the Central because that's just, that's just, I'm, they're they're the best pitch they have the best pitching staff in the in the league. Um, well, I have uh, the Cardinals winning the NL Central. Um, um I, well, they, I think the offense is just much better all around, top to bottom, than the Brewers. Um, I think Tyler O'Neill is better than any outfielder that the Brewers have. Maybe Christian Yelich, but um, Harrison Bader is kind of taking a turn. I think Dylan Carlson has a great season this year. I think we see him break out. Um, and then you have Nolan and then you have Goldie and then you have Paul DeYoung, who's got 30 home run power. And, um, you know, the pitching staff isn't great. I like the bullpen a lot, actually. Once Alex Reyes comes back, it's going to be Gallegos, Hicks, and Reyes. That's a really good one back end three. So the only reason why I I put the Cardinals in second place is because of their pitching, especially their starting pitching. I was very disappointed in the moves that they made this offseason. And if we are in contention this year, if we're in contention to make the playoffs, we need to make moves, especially on the pitching side. So 
But I agree. Way better offense than the Brewers. Goldsmith, Goldsmith, Arenado going to have, and O'Neal going to, probably going to have great years. Goldie is unbelievable right now. I mean, he's playing his best baseball. I've seen him play for, you know, I think this is like last year is probably the best I've seen him since he got traded here. And then um, that bullpen is going to be also very good. But for the love of God, please stop walking people. That was a huge problem last year. So, and also please Jordan Hicks stay healthy. I think, I think Hicks will stay healthy. It's just a matter of when Reyes comes back because he's been a walking injury since you guys have gotten him. Um, since out the womb. Seriously. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I like the, I like, I like the Cardinals offense better. I think in a matchup with the Brewers specifically, I think the Cardinals will win that matchup because hey, I, but I mean, I hope you're right of the offense, but I hate, I hope you're right. But if like, there's any team that I'm scared of in this division, it's the Brewers. Cause that's just how good their pitching staff is. Yeah, definitely. Um, so that ends us for the NL Central um, first off. So I have the Cardinals, Brewers, Cubs, Pirates, and Reds as my uh, division lineup. Go ahead and read through yours again, Ryan. So I had the Brewers coming in first, Cardinals second, Cubs third, Reds fourth, and Pirates fifth. A couple of differences, but yeah, that's going to be an interesting division to watch, I think for sure. Um, how about we move to the National League West? Well, this is a pretty, uh, a relatively easier division to predict, in my opinion. I think so as well. And I think we may have them in the same order. We, uh, no, not necessarily. I think we might, we may differ with two of the teams. Okay. So on the bottom, coming in last in the NL West and potentially last in the entire league, um, the Arizona Diamondbacks. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that. Great move with um, extending Ketel Marte. Um, let's just hope he stays healthy. But yeah, they're going to be really bad. Yeah. Um, the Colorado Rockies coming in fourth. Yep. Um, once again, very happy for Chris Bryant. Don't know why they made that move and they spent that much money on him. Um, I think I, I think it's kind of similar to the Guardians extending Jose Ramirez. It's like they're expecting to be good within that window of signing that player. Well, the Rockies shouldn't have to get their hopes up because their pitching is still really bad. Yeah, that's true. Um, I have the San Francisco Giants coming in third. This is where we differ. Interesting. I have the Padres coming in third. So I mentioned before that Fernando Tatis, Fernando Tatis' injury is going to come back and haunt them. They're, the only way that they need that they can, you know, stay, you know, in playoff contention is if Manny Machado becomes the MVP. Um, and I, it's not like, yeah, sure, the Padres can easily prove me wrong here, but they also have a very bad history of collapsing. So, I mean, that even happened last year. I mean, we saw it with our own eyes. They were screaming at each other in the dugout. And, sure. uh, Pit and also the pitching needs to be lights out, which can easily happen, but we'll see. I mean, Tatis losing Tatis that that really hurts. Personally, I just I just think the addition of Bob Melvin is going to ease that clubhouse tension that may have been there, and I think it was maybe mostly that Jace Tingler just was not a good manager in, in San Diego. Um, so having a future Hall of Fame manager in Bob Melvin, I think that's going to help the Padres get. And I have them coming in second place. Okay, the so I have the I have the Giants coming in second. Um, yeah, I still think that pitching staff is going to be good. 
Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Gossman losing Gossman sucks. I think Rodon's gonna step up. I mean, that ballpark is a pitcher's heaven. And um I, I I'm obviously it all depends on if the core guys can play at the same level as last year. I mean, Crawford had an MVP caliber type season last year. Brandon Belt had a career year last year. Also losing Posey does suck, but um yeah, I still think the Giants can can be a little bit competitive. Um, I think they'll I, I think they'll finish ahead of the Padres. Um, but I think they're gonna be way, way farther down than our first place team. In terms yeah. of standings. Um, yeah, the Dodgers are quite possibly the greatest team ever assembled. Um, yeah, I mean, we we really don't need to explain this one. I mean, if honestly, if the, if something like ridiculous happens and they all get injured or they all just bat like 220. Like yeah, then that'll be the most that'll be the mo- the saddest thing in sports history. Having a lineup that good, actually not even not even lineup, entire roster just that good, and you and you lose, especially in your own division. I mean that. And now just imagine if Cody Bellinger gets back to All Star form. Uh, I don't want to. <laughs> it's, that lineup is just so scary. If he could actually come back and do something. Um, but yeah, man, uh, Dodgers over under 110 wins. I'm gonna go. I actually gonna take the over. <laughs> I, I was as well. I think they might they might uh, get close to the uh, the record of 116. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they broke it. I mean, they it's just it's just insane. I don't know if they'll break it, but they'll get close. I think because there's st- there's still good teams in the National League that they're gonna be playing against a lot. Um, and. Yeah, so let's move to the uh, NL East, shall we? We shall. The absolute bloodbath of a division. Yeah, I agree. But I think we can agree on who's coming in last place in that division. Well, you mean the 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 Washington Juan Godos? Yes, the Washington Nationals will come in last place. At least they have him for now. At least they have him. Yeah. Um, there's there's a really scary rumor that's going around that that the Yankees might uh, make a. A, an effort to go after him they'll have to give up the entire franchise <laughs> uh yeah i mean they're gonna <laughs> yeah they're gonna have to but uh yeah besides like yeah they have a good other offensive players but i mean that pitching staff is a big yikes especially yeah. the bullpen bullpen is horrendous yeah so i mean um, we don't expect anything from them let's be honest yeah um and fourth place i have um Probably my one of my favorite pitching staffs in all baseball, the Miami Marlins. Yeah, I have them coming in fourth as well. Um, pitching staff, very good. Offense, very suspect. Um, they do have a bright future, especially in the pitching side of it. Um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they're, if they're complete like thorn in the side to a lot of these other teams in the division um, because that's just how good their pitching can be. Yeah. Um, but I mean, their offense is just not there. It's so. not there yet. Um, I like the Marlins. I, I don't think they're making the playoffs though. Um, no, they're so not making fourth, the fourth place in the East is where the, where they'll they will stay for me. All this right. is where I think we might have some differences. Um, most likely, but this is going to be close because honestly, all these teams could literally finish like in a different position or like higher or lower than this, I wouldn't really be surprised. Right. So, so who do you have coming in third place? In third, I have um, the team who I have doubted um, for many years. I think they've gotten a lot better. 
but they do they do have one of the best offenses in the entire league. Uh, they do they did get a better pitching staff, but I still have the Phillies coming in third. Um, okay, but like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if they finish higher than this. I have the Mets coming in third. Okay, because I have the Mets in second. Just because they're they're the freaking Mets. Yep. You don't know what they're gonna do. <laughs> and if they're gonna want to win this division, the Mets need to grow back as soon as possible. Yeah, they do have Scherzer still, and they have Bassett and Carrasco and Tywan Walker. So, um, I don't know. I just think the Mets are gonna met, and they're gonna they're gonna come in third place. They won't win. I don't think they win the division. So. Um, and that means, yeah, I, I, I have the Phillies coming in second in that division. Perfect. So then we, we, only, we still agree on the, on the Braves. Yes. So, I mean, obviously losing Freddie Freeman sucks, but, uh, I mean, they have Ronald Acuna. So it's pretty, uh, pretty, pretty good player right there. And then uh, pitching is actually going to be really good this year. They got a few more bullpen pieces. Um, I like their starting rotation as well. Yeah. Is Soroka back or is he still injured? I think he might be hurt for a little bit, but he's, he'll be back this year at some point. Yeah, no, pitching is going to be good. So that's why I think the Braves are going to still win this division. I think that Braves fans are going to love Matt Olson. They're never going to have the same connection as they had to Freddie Freeman, but I think he's going to put up better numbers than Freddie Freeman this year. <sighs> All right. Well, honestly, not – honestly – there wasn't too many uh, differences that we had. I mean, there was like, no. it's not like we had like one team who we thought was going to come in last. And then the, and then like the other guy thought that it, they were going to come in like second, you know? Yeah. Um, so we move on to the AL. Well, let's, let's run through uh, who we think is making the playoffs. Also, oh, you want to do that first. Okay. While sure. we're here. So um, I have, I have my thing set up as like, I have like one through six seeded. Um, so do I. Okay, perfect. So let's let's do that. So I think the top three have to be division winners, right? And Easily. then the bottom three are the wild card teams. Yes. Okay, perfect. So my one seed is the uh, LA Dodgers, the super team. Yep. Yeah. Um, do you want me to just run through my? Yeah, because we actually might. Well, actually, no. We'll probably differ at the bottom, but I think we have the same. Um... One, two, three. So go we ahead. We don't because I have the Cardinals winning the division and you don't. Oh, yeah. Duh. Okay. So I have Dodgers as the one seed, Braves okay. getting a bye as the two seed as well. Okay. And then the Cardinals as my three seed. Okay. So where do you have your So I have three lined Dodgers up? as the number one seed, obviously. Brewers as the two seed. And the Braves as the three seed. Okay. So now here's where things will get interesting. So my four, five, and six, I have the San Diego Padres as the four seed making the playoffs as a wild card team. Okay. I have the Philadelphia Phillies as my five seed finally making the playoffs. This team is too good to not make the playoffs. And I do like Joe Girardi. Okay. And my sixth seed. God, this is so hard. I was between the Mets and the Brewers for so long, and I have finally decided on the New York Mets. You don't have the Brewers making the playoffs? Wow. Okay. You said that last year when I said the Twins weren't going to make the playoffs, and look what happened. They yeah, didn't. They well, were the terrible. The Twins also just had a, a monumental collapse. Of course. But, um, I mean, Brewers and Giants are going to be right there. Mm-hmm. They're going to be right there in that seven and eight spot. So that, that bottom four, Phillies, Mets, 
Giants and Brewers, yeah. I think they'll be they'll be mixing up all year. All right. Um, but Phillies and Mets, it's time for both of those teams to make the playoffs. It's freaking time. All right. Well, I have the San Francisco Giants as uh, my number four seed. Um, my five seed, my St. Louis Cardinals. Six seed, I'm going to go with the Mets. Um, yes, I do agree. It is time for the Mets to make the playoffs. I mean, they really have no excuses at this point. Um, I still think that I still think the Giants still have a little bit left in the tank from last year. Um, but we'll see. Could easily be wrong. Um, but uh, I still think that the uh, I, I also I think I, mean, I hope you're right about the Cardinals as well. But um, we we still need a lot of help on the pitching side. And it's just my biggest worry with the Giants is the offense. Yep. Because you had, and when we, were t- when we talked about the Giants a little while ago, mm-hmm. everything that you were saying is career year out of this guy, career year out of this guy, career year out of this guy. Uh-huh. You're not going to get that the next year, you know? So that's what worries me a lot. Um, yeah. You're no. going to see drop-offs in the offense, especially <laughs> when they didn't add anyone. If they can sure. add Michael Conforto, I think that would help because he's still a free agent as of today. So, you know, we'll see. We shall see. Um, do you want to go NL our NL champion, or do you want to just wait until we do the AL? Uh, let's let's wait until after we do the AL, and then we'll just okay. do our World Series matchup. Okay. Um, good. Hmm. Let's go. Ugh, let's go AL East. Because honestly, all three all three of these divisions we might have differences in. AL East, another absolute bloodbath division. Yeah. Um, well, I think we can both agree who's coming in last. Baltimore Orioles. Unfortunately, they're in a really hard division. Pitching is not great. Um, at least they have Adley and Grayson coming up, but still a few years away. Um, hopefully we get to go see our boy Pete Van Loon make his debut in a few years. <laughs> I want to go see him in high A. He'll be in, he'll be in the, uh, the high A team in, in Maryland this year. Aberdeen, yeah. right? Yeah, Aberdeen. I think they're the Shorebirds. I I. I really don't. Yeah, know I think you. I think you nailed that. Yeah, I think they're the shorebirds. Yeah. So, uh, we'll see. Um, but unfortunately, yeah, Orioles, they're they're still gonna be bad. Unfortunately. Yeah. Oh man, but the rest of the rest of these standings were really hard. But we actually, go ahead. Due to your due to your comments before we started the episode, I think we actually might be matching here. Oh, um, okay. We might. I'm not sure though. Because in fourth place, which is really weird to say, I have the New York Yankees. So do I. <laughs> um, like I, well, I wouldn't be surprised if they finish above this, but I still have questions about the rotation. I mean, obviously Garrett Cole is great, but I mean, other than that, eh. I have questions Often. about the entire pitching staff. Yeah. I, mean, I have Garrett Cole as, you know, a top, you know, three pitcher in really all of baseball. Yep. Um, but, like, ugh. Yeah, that's like what else is there, you know? Um, I don't know. I don't think I don't like their starting rotation. I don't like their bullpen. Their offense is full of old guys. Um, I think Aroldis Chapman starts to downturn. Um, yeah, once again, the Yankees aren't going to make the playoffs. Um, I think I still think their offense will be solid, but I mean, yeah, that rotation is just red flags. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Um, okay. Number for my number, uh, three spot, 
the AL East. I doubt we both doubted this team last year, and I personally won't do it again. I'm sure you won't do it either because this <laughs> offense is insane. Yeah. And um, their season will depend if their pitching can at least hold up. They can be okay to mediocre, and I still think they'll come, they'll be competitive in this division. And that's the Boston Red Sox. Yeah. So um, I have Tampa in that spot. Okay. I mean, yeah. I put the Rays as my third place team. Yeah. I put, I put the Rays in second. Um, because they still have, they still have a very good bullpen, and they're young and experienced. And if they make the playoffs, nobody wants to see them. Right. Nobody. So, um, uh, yeah, I can go. I can. You can flip flop between the Red Sox and the Rays because I mean, I think we both can agree that the Blue Jays are coming in first in, the, in this division. Yeah. So I have the Red Sox coming in second, and then I have yep. the Blue Jays in first. Um, Blue Jays, absolutely loaded, ridiculous, uh, underrated bullpen. Romano was great for him last year. Um, pitching staff, very good. Oh, just all the all the top prospects that you can think of like well, like five years ago, or sorry, four years, no, three years ago. Vladdy and Bobachette, unbelievable. They're, I know, they're it's so crazy. Good. Um, But yeah, so that that's our AL East. At least that's my AL East. Just to reiterate, I have the Blue Jays in first, the Rays in second, Red Sox in third, Yankees in fourth and the Orioles in fifth. Yeah. And almost the same. I have the Blue Jays in first, Red Sox in second, Rays in third, Yankees in fourth, Orioles in fifth. Um, what would you like? AL West to? or AL Central? Because I think AL we're Central. Be, think Definitely we're be very AL different Central. on the AL Central. AL Central. Let's do it. Coming um, in fifth place for me. Uh, I'm I'm taking the Cleveland Guardians coming in fifth place. Wow. Oh man. Okay. <laughs> wow. And, I, I, okay. I want to say as well. I don't mean that they're going to be like one of the worst teams in baseball. I just mean that in this division they're going to come in fifth because I think this division is going to be the closest division um, in all of baseball this year. This might be the most the most uh, differing division between us. Because in my fifth place, I have the Kansas City Royals. What? Yep. How? What do you mean, how? Career, like you said, career year by Salvador Perez. You think he'll have it again? Probably not. That's one well, guy. Yeah. He literally and then they're adding Bobby year. Witt. Yeah, who is only a rookie. So and, uh, and they're technically adding Alberto Mondesi. Who is a walking injury. <laughs> so? What do you mean so? I have the Royals wow. coming in fifth. We are very different on this. I can yeah, we're going to be very different. Uh, Who do you have I'm coming in fourth? Um, I really want to put this team higher, but I just think there's way too much risk with this team um, because they literally have a brand new pitching staff and their season is going to p- depend on one player of staying healthy. I have the Minnesota Twins coming in fourth. Okay, we can agree on that. <laughs> okay, yeah. I have I mean, the Twins coming in fourth as well. If Byron Buxton doesn't stay healthy, yeah, they're not winning many games. Yeah, Okay. And then, wow, I cannot believe you're putting the Royals that high. Um, in my – for the third place, I have a, the Cleveland Guardians because okay. their pitching staff is still really good. Emmanuel Classe, absolutely disgusting. And they just, and they just uh, extended Jose Ramirez. And I think they're, they're going to be – they're going to be a little scrappy. And they'll win some close games, that's for sure. Okay. Um, I have uh, the Detroit Tigers in third place. 
You had the Royals in second? Didn't say that yet. Oh, my God. Okay. okay. Yeah, uh, I have the Tigers in third and the Royals in second. There's, uh, okay. I was going to say, there's no way you're putting that first. Because I have the Tigers coming in second. Um, their top prospects are coming up. They're going to surprise a lot of people. AJ Hinch has done a very good job over there. They just added Austin Meadows. They're going to surprise a lot of people, like I said. And I think they're going to come. They're, they're going to be good enough to come in second. But um, no one's beating the White Sox for first place. They're the best team in this division. And then, uh, yeah, if Lou Bob becomes what he's supposed to become, good luck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, wow, I cannot believe we put the Royals that high. Jesus. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, like, this team is better than what it looks like. Hey, like I said, these are just predictions. So, you know, you could you could prove a lot of people wrong, but I still I just had the Roy- I don't think the Royals are the Royals are there yet. I mean, again, we shall we shall see. But um, we shall. Um, so I have White Sox in first, Royals in second, Tigers in third, Twins in fourth, and the Guardians in fifth. So I have the White Sox, Tigers, Guardians, Twins, Royals. Okay, that's a most, then, the most. Well, one second. I, I just want to look at something real quick mm-hmm. with the Royals specifically. Yep. So they have best offensive catcher in baseball, Salvador Perez. Okay. Right. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whit Merrifield at second. Yep. I have, I have, I think Hunter Dozier is going to have a good season this year. Don't know where he's going to play, but I think he's going to, I think he's going to have a good season. You have Bobby Witt Jr. Yep. Adalberto Mondesi. Uh huh. Um, Nikki Lopez, who had a good year last year as well. Mm-hmm. The offense, Kyle Isbell mm-hmm. in the outfield. Sorry. Uh, Andrew Benintendi. And uh, actually, I think Whit Merrifield might play the outfield this year. And then you put maybe Nikki Lopez at second. I don't know. I like their prospects. I like the pitching staff as well. Stalmont and Barlow at the back end of the, of the bullpen is going to be solid. Um, Granky, Keller, Lynch, Coar, Singer, decent. I'm starting to second guess my predictions now, but no, it's too okay. late now. No, it's not. <laughs> it's never too late. <laughs> it's fine. When the Royals come in second place and I prove everyone wrong, I'll be yeah. I'll be you'll be a genius. It. Yeah, I'll be a genius. Um, <sighs> shall we move to the AL West? This is going to be a pretty sour topic for you, Michael. The A's are coming in last place in the AL West this year. Yeah. My, my notes I put for the A's, I put RIP Michael's dream, hopes and dreams. <laughs> they were gone a long time ago. Right? And the other thing I wrote down for the A's is John Fisher sucks ass. He does suck ass. Fuck that guy. $31 million in payroll since 1991. Well, I mean, so in, in 1991. Like, I, I'm sorry. The yeah, A's had the highest They haven't gone over thirty-one baseball. million dollars. Yeah, they haven't gone over thirty-one million dollars. We have. We our our payroll was almost hundred million last year. Still, but it's just not enough. Just ridiculous. Um, who do you have coming in fourth? I think it's the same for us. Um, the team that had the made the biggest splashes in free agency, but their pitching is still pretty bad. Terrible. Uh, Texas Rangers. Yeah, it's very bright wondering. future. They do have a lot of good prospects that are going to be coming up, but uh, yeah, they're not, they're not going to be ready. 
not not, not be ready to, to uh, compete. Yeah, I agree. Um, Who do you have coming in third? Uh, I have the um, the most wasteful team in uh, in the MLB, the Los Angeles Angels. Yeah, um, they did make some bullpen improvements. Um, they still, they're st- but their rotation still needs to prove more to me. I mean. I think a lot of their guys who are going to be in their starting rotation this year threw less than 100 innings last year. So we'll see what happens. Um, I mean, hey, you got the most, you got the two most exciting players in baseball in Trout and Otani, but you're just wasting them at this point. So please make the playoffs. <laughs> Seriously, just, just please make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, oh, I really wanted to put this team at number one. Because they're the, in my opinion, they're the most exciting team in baseball, besides the, the Toronto Blue Jays. Seattle Mariners coming in second. I but I really hope they finish first. Houston Astros coming in second. Yeah, I figured you're gonna put. That. There's no way I was when I have the opportunity to put the Astros not in first. I'm gonna take it <laughs> and put the Seattle Mariners winning the AL West this year. That, that I would I'd be so happy if that. I if think that, that they have the best rotation in the AL West. Um, their bullpen is okay. And offensive wise, their bullpen's really good. Yeah, offensive wise, I mean, yeah, you're depending on two basically rookies in Julio Rodriguez and Jared Klenick. They got Mitch Hanniger. Well, no, I'm talking about oh, that's going to be the difference. The difference of first and second place, I think, is going to be those two guys. And quite frankly, if those two guys really fail, the Angels might spark and pass them up as well. We'll so, see, but um, we will see. I, I still think the Astros are the other team to beat in this division. They're getting Verlander back. Still have a very, very good lineup um, with your dong Alvarez. Um, I also, I think a lot of a lot also going to depend on how Alex Bregman does this year because he is. Yeah, that, I think that's going to be a big, a big piece. Kyle Tucker it. is going to be a beast. I think we both can. I think we both can agree to that. And then um. Alvarez can will probably hit 40 bombs. Uh, yeah, so I still think the Astros are the team to beat. Um, but I really hope the Mariners prove me wrong. <laughs> but Mar- the Mariners are at least coming in second. <sighs> so, so what is your AL standings one to six? So the top five. three are the division winners. Where do you have the division winners lined up? My number one seed, I have the Toronto Blue Jays. Number two seed, I'll have the Houston Astros. And then the three seed, I'll have the Chicago White Sox. Yeah, so I have the, the Blue Jays and the Mariners, one and two, having the, the first round bye, and then the White Sox as the three. Okay. So who are your wildcard teams? I have three t- three teams, or sorry, my two other teams are from the same division. So I have my four seed. As the Tampa Bay Rays, because you, you can't keep them out of the playoffs. I don't. I don't believe it. The five seed. I have my boss, the Boston Red Sox, and the six seed. I hope they prove me wrong. Seattle Mariners. Okay. I have the Astros as my four seed. Okay. I have the Red Sox as my five seed, and I put the Angels as my six seed. With the wow. Rays coming in seven. Wow, that is uh... <laughs> okay. I don't know. I, I 
Shohei Otani is Shohei Otani. He does things every single day. Um, Mike Trout, healthy. Please, God, stay healthy all this season. And the Angels are also the Angels. <laughs> well, sure. I just look at last year's last year's record for the the Angels. They were seventy seven and eighty five. Um, fifteen games back from the wild card. Adding Mike Trout, adding Noah Syndergaard, adding to the bullpen. I like them coming in third place, and I like them becoming a wild card team. <clears throat> All right. Well, we'll see. We will. We will definitely it, see. I don't, but we'll see. So, who is your World Series matchup from the American League? I only put this because I really want to see it. The Toronto Blue Jays. That's why I, I have put them as there well. as well. Yeah, I it's mean, hard not to. I have freaking everybody on that team. Yeah, but I, I mean. I, I'm like, I, I think all of the United States and Canada wants the Toronto Blue Jays to make the World Series. I think so, it would be fantastic. Um, that's, that's my AL champ. Now, NL champ. This was actually a little bit tougher for me because I was pretty high on, on the Brewers because of how good their pitching staff is. And they have a history of upsetting upsetting teams however i don't think they're good enough to take down a freaking juggernaut in the los angeles dodgers so they're my they're my nationally champs well we have the same <laughs> okay <laughs> damn it <laughs> we didn't plan this people we didn't plan we didn't this. plan this but dude how could you say no to that dodger team and yeah playoffs are playoffs anything can happen but my god imagine and especially if trevor bauer comes back yeah, like it's the that team is full of clutch talent as as well as just superstar talent. How could I mean, you not have them in the World Series? MVP talent. Yeah. How could you not have them in the World Series? Yeah, exactly. Um, and now my World Series champ. Uh, I have them winning in six games. I have the Los Angeles Dodgers. Okay. I have the Toronto Blue Jays winning the World Series. I didn't put a how many games, but I'll say in seven. If, if this World Series matchup happens, it'll be an absolutely insane World Series. I'm just glad we didn't pick the same World Series winner. You know, yeah, the matchup true. the same, but, but it's I'm like glad that said, we have a different World Series winner. That's like you said, though. How can you not pick the Dodgers? Yeah, I agree. I just think that they'll they'll choke a World Series again. Well, as they've the, done a couple of times. Oh, then again, they do have Dave Roberts. So, yeah, it'll probably, it might happen. I don't know. I, I think the Blue Jays, if there's any team in, in the rest of the league that can match up with them, I think it's the Blue Jays. I think the starting five rotation is legit. I think the bullpen is good. I think the offense is right there. They're just younger. We'll see. We will see. Well, for your sake, I, I I'll be rooting for you for your pick because I want the Blue Jays to win. I don't want oh, I think everyone to wants to. Yeah, we want them to win. But for the sake of just predicting who's going to win, I'm going with the most sure bet because it's if they don't win the World Series, that would be pathetic. So, oh yeah. Now let's go to our awards. 
Yeah, this is going to be interesting. Uh, let's start with the uh, manager of the year because that's the least fun one. Okay. My manager of the year. I'm going with um, Alex Cora, the Boston Red Sox. I like that's, that pick. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to go Kevin Cash because it's just way too basic of a pick. Um, yeah, I think Alex Cora has been doing a good job over there. I mean, that lineup is insane. And with the way that he ha- with he manages the pitching, we'll see. It can make or break his uh, manager of the year candidacy. Yeah. So. I went with uh, Scott Service. All right. Because I have the Mariners winning the division. If they win a division, Scott Service will win manager of the year. Uh, that'd be nice. It would be nice. National League. Uh, I'm going to double down because I picked this guy last year. Oh. So I think he can do it. Craig Council, Milwaukee Brewers. Okay. And it's the same thing. It's kind of the opposite situation with Alex Cora. As long as he handles the offense, like, pretty well, and he and they do well in the, and they make the playoffs, he's he's got it locked. Yeah, definitely. I went with a guy who's going to win his fourth manager of the year Bob award Melvin. this year. Bob Melvin, baby, <laughs> with the San Diego Padres. No, no Bob bias Melvin's there. winning the NL Manager of the Year. Absolutely no bias there. There isn't. <laughs> yeah, I, how could – I mean, look at it objectively, Ryan. <laughs> he really could. Michael, if just the Padres admit, make the picked, playoffs – You only picked him You only picked him because he was, a, he was a former A's manager. No, if the Padres make the playoffs, <laughs> losing three months of Fernando Tatis Jr., they he will win he will win, win manager of the year. No, yeah, you're probably right, but I mean, there, you have to admit there is some bias there. No, you, no, maybe, okay. maybe a lot. Be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's go to rookie of the year. Oh man, um, let's start no, we, with the we, National League. Yeah. Start with the National League, and we'll do the AL second. So, who is your top three rookie of the year candidates for the National League? Well. I didn't have a third because I think there's only two in my opinion. Oh, okay. Um, I actually put two for both of them. But uh, for the NL, I have a boy, or the, the man he's going to have to step up because he's getting an opportunity. And like you said, he's going to start, he's probably going to start in right field. CJ Abrams is my NL rookie of the year. Okay. And then coming in second, who also made the big league roster, Bryson Stott, my boy. A dude okay. can hit. Um, I do not have a third. Fair. Um, I will give my top three, not in any order. I'll just gonna throw it out there first. I'll, I'll go uh I'll go alphabetical order. So I have CJ Abrams, Bryson Stott, and Seiya Suzuki as my top three. NL Rookie of the Year, and I do have CJ Abrams winning it as well. I'm I'm glad that we both picked the same thing because I think he's going to be so important. It's also kind of a fun pick, you know. Yeah, it's like oh, it's not like 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 the AL rookie in terms of AL rookies in terms of hype is way higher than the the National League rookies. And CJ Abrams is a top he's top ten prospect. And honestly, I think it's going to help CJ Abrams because all the hype is going to be on Julio, Bobby Witt. And all of those guys in the AL that, hey, like, 
I'm CJ Abrams. I'm still pretty good as well. And maybe he has a great season, maybe a better season than those two guys I just named. Same thing with you said that you can make the same case for Bryson Stott. I mean, kind of yeah. under the radar prospect, but dude, that, that he batted 400 in spring training. Yeah. Against big league pitching. So, I mean, I hope at least at least one of those two wins. Um, but we shall see. Who is your American League Rookie of the Year candidates? Oh man. So I had two. There's a lot of options to choose here. Yeah. But um this is this is really close because I narrowed it down to two. It's like this is super close. It's pretty much a toss-up, but it's between the guy who everyone's comparing his swing to Mike Trout, between the guy who is the same comparison as he's like a combination of Ronald Acuna and I can't remember the other, I think, what other superstar it was. I think it's Juan Soto. And, yeah. He's a combination of Juan Soto and Ronald Acuna. I think you can guess who those two are. But um, yes, uh, that would be Bobby Witt Jr. and Julio Rodriguez. Yeah. But I'm going to give it to Julio. Wow. Okay. But I wouldn't be surprised if Bobby Witt won either. So yeah. And they're both going to be really good. So Julio just, Julio just fucking mashes. Yeah. Mashes baseballs. So in, in alphabetical order, I'll give my three again. Josh okay. Lowe, okay. Julio Rodriguez, and Bobby Witt Jr. Yeah. Um, and it's so close between J-Rod and Bobby. It really is. You and know I what? Just, did, just to be fun, you should just take Bobby while I'll take Julio. Well, that's what I was going to do. I was going to take oh, – okay. I, I, I did take Bobby Witt. Um, okay. It's going to be so close. It's going to be really close between those two. Um, they're both monsters. And I think for the Royals to come in second place in the AL Central, they need Bobby Witt Jr. to be ridiculous this year. Yeah, exactly. All right. Here's a fun one. National League Cy Young Award. All right. This guy was kind of... Well, do you have a top three? I only have one. Okay. Um. Yeah, I really, do. I really didn't focus too much on the Cy Young. But um, I'm going to go with a guy who, um, whose potential coming out, of the, coming out of his draft was so high, but then everyone kind of lost faith in him when he got injured. He was drafted by the San Francisco Giants. And I believe he got traded to the Phillies in the Hunter Pence trade. That is Zach Wheeler. As my NL Cy Young pick. That's a good pick, but that's not how he got to the Phillies. Well, then I was wrong. I don't know how he got to the Phillies. <laughs> he got I know, traded I, to the all I know is that All I know is that he was – I know for a fact he was drafted by the Giants. Yes. Um, but still, Zach Wheeler's my pick. Let's just leave okay. it at that. He's not in my top three. Okay. So this is that, – that makes things kind of fun. So my top three in alphabetical – Walker Buehler, Max Fried, and Max Scherzer. And I have Max Scherzer coming in third. Okay. I already know this answer because you you they told me this multiple times. But I know. I have Walker Buehler coming in second and Max Fried, the underdog, winning the Cy Young this year for the Atlanta Braves. We're giving some NL East love, that's for sure. Except it's not to DeGrom or Scherzer. Yeah. I really wanted to I, – I, I actually – I know I've been hyping up Max Fried to you – you know, in our own time, but I almost made the change to Walker Bueller. I almost did. I was about two seconds away from picking Walker Bueller, but I'm sticking to the guy I've been hyping up, 
the guy I drafted in both my leagues, Max Fried. Perfect. Um, AL Cy Young could be an interesting one. Who do you have winning it? Because I don't think you have a top three either, right? No, I only have one guy. Okay. Um, and um, he's going to have to have it. He's literally going to have to have an absolute Cy Young season if they're going to want to make the playoffs. I'm going to go with Garrett Cole as my AL Cy Young Award winner. Okay. So my my top three, Garrett Cole, mm-hmm. Lucas Giolito, okay. and Tariq Skubal as my top three. Wow, Skubal. Holy shit. Okay. Jesus. Dude, he's been carving it in spring training. Um, and he's easily can get over 200 strikeouts. Um, no, he's he's going to be very, very good this year. Um, I also have Garrett Cole winning. I think it's his time um, beyond just the fact that if the Yankees even want to sniff the playoffs, he's got to win the Cy Young. But no, I, I think this is his time. Um, he's come in second a couple of times now. He needs to win the Cy Young. Yes, I agree with that. And then I have Giolito in second and Scooball in third. Okay. All right. Well, I'm glad we can agree, we can agree on Garrett Cole. Um, Cy right. Young, or I mean, MVP will be fun. Um, let's do the NL first because you okay. know my answer. But I did, I, did, I did to a top three. Who is this your is top order. three in the National League, Ryan? This is in order of how they're going to finish. Okay. Coming in third. On the juggernaut Los Angeles Dodgers, I have Trey Turner. Okay. I'm in third. Second place. Um, he could easily come in first, but I'm going to put him in second. Ronald Acuna Jr. Okay. And I think you can guess who this is already, but uh, number 22 on one of the worst teams in baseball, unfortunately. Juan Godo is going to win MVP. I'm going with the favorite. The dude's going to bat 300. If he hits 40 bombs, 100-plus RBIs, automatic dub. Just give it to him. He's kind of like Mike Trout a few years ago when the Angels were just terrible and Mike Trout was just constantly winning MVP awards. Like That's kind of what the comparison is, I would say. I mean, the, the plate discipline that you, that you see from this kid is unbelievable. Yeah. Like, you don't see that in young hitters. No, you don't. Um, so yeah, actually I also have Trey Turner coming in third. Okay. Um, I think that he's very underrated. So, um, I have Soto coming in second. Okay. And I have Ronald Acuna winning it. We literally had the same, same, uh, players. So same players, just a different order. I just think that for, for me and where I put my value is players helping playoff teams make playoffs. Mm-hmm. And that's why I value Ronald Acuna Jr. I think Juan Soto just may have a better year, but Ronald Acuna's year is going to be so similar. And then you throw in the fact that his he's probably going to lead his team to the playoffs again. I think that's so much value. So I I, I think Ronald Acuna will this will be his year to his year to win it. I don't think he's going to steal as many bases as previous seasons, maybe twenty or twenty five, um, because of his ACL tear last year. Um, but I mean, he's still got 35 to 40 home run potential. Um, if he adds 20, 25 stolen bases on top of that, batting leadoff, I think it's a very real possibility that I think it's real that any of those two guys could win it as long as they stay healthy. 
Yeah, it's just unfortunate. Like as you said, that you put your faith more in teams that will help their help them lead the playoffs. Yeah, sure. I would like to go off that same basis. However, the voters don't go off of that. They go solely based off of war. Yeah, that's true. And yeah, Acuna could easily win it. Sure, but I mean, Soto is going to be tough to beat. Um, and that's now let's move. Let's move on to the uh, to the AL. This is going to be interesting. Yes. Who do you have coming in third? For your oh crap, what number is he? God dang it! I just ha- I I literally reminded myself what his number was, and now <laughs> I forgot it. Um, for your Boston Red Sox, I have Rafael Devers coming in third. Oh, okay. Um, the dude rakes. Okay. Uh, and if he gets you know forty bombs, hundred RBIs plus a hundred runs, which he could easily get in that offense. I think he can do it. I think okay. he's going to MVP. But um, I do have Devers coming in second. Who in um, second? I'm sorry, third. Oh. Second um, place. Oh, actually, you, you do your third place. Yeah, we'll first. go third, then second, then first. Um, okay. I have my, my sole Blue Jay on my list. I have Bo Bichette coming in third place. You, did you say sole? Soul Blue Jay. He's the only Blue Jay I have in my top three MVP voting. Oh my God! Okay, wow. I'm sorry. I, mean, I, I love the pick. Uh, just like to be fair, I have I I would put Vlad as the fourth, but I think Bo Bichette's going to go forty thirty this year. I but what if Vladdy goes like sixty? He's not going to hit sixty home runs, Ryan. <laughs> if he hits sixty home runs, he'll be the winner of the MVP. <laughs> Could you you imagine? That'd be insane. I don't know. I I think Bo Bichette at shortstop versus Vlad Guerrero, who's going to DH this year. There's so much more value for Bo Bichette. Hey, I love it. I love the pick. Okay. Who do you have coming in second? I have Vladdy coming in second. Okay. Because I think he could potentially hit 40, 50 bombs. Okay. Be carrying that team. Um, But yeah, that's, that's my second place pick. Who's your second place Pick. I have um three-time MVP award winner yeah. coming in second place Mike Trout. for the third or fourth time now in his career, Mike Trout. The only reason I didn't put Mike Trout on this list is because he's just he's just been so injury prone. I and... I I, th- I agree, but I think his mindset has to change this year. Um I think that he's gonna start maybe not making incredible plays in the outfield. Um so you can't DH him because of Shohei, but I don't know. I, I think that he is too good, and I think he might be undervalued now because of his injury proneness. But Mike Trout will come in second place. Okay, I, I, Mike Trout is my well would be my fourth place pick. Okay, but I I, I put Devers ahead of him because Devers is I love that guy. Dude, he's a stud. No, he he is really really good. Um, I would probably put him in my top five to be honest. Yes. Um, so I'm right there with you. Okay. I and think we I, both I, picked the same guy for. There MVP. was a really bad take recently on, they were doing, I think they were doing the same thing that we were doing, doing predictions. Okay. And they said that Shohei Otani can't win MVP because he's a pitcher or something like that. Something along those lines. I'm like, I did see that. I think Alana like, Rizzo said what, that. Are you like, are you on crack? Like, he we've had pitchers win mvp awards he literally 
did both. <laughs> um, and with the new Shohei Otani rule, it's pr- honestly, I think the AL MVP is pretty much like his to lose. I, Ryan, I'm going to be honest. I think the next five years, yeah. it's his to lose. Yeah. Because no, no one else can do what he does. And I think and, people don't, don't recognize what Shohei Otani is and what he can do. Last season, when I, like, I watched damn near every time he, he was playing as, as, as much as possible. Unfortunately, I was living in L.A., um, so a lot of the games were blacked out. But the national televised games, I was watching them all the time. He is just – God, he is just something – he is so different in so many amazing ways. And it, he's, it, he, he looks to be getting better. He's how could he, more... Yeah, how could he not win the MVP? So Even if he a... makes five less starts. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I know I would agree with that statement. I think he could, with the way that the voters vote for MVP, all the MVP, the AL MVP award is going to be skewed to Shohei Otani every single year. It's going to be his, yeah. And so that brings up another question. You brought up the statement that you like voting on MVPs based on player contributions to playoff teams. If the Angels don't make the playoffs and Otani keeps winning MVP, do you think the voters are going to change to the way you and I see what MVP truly means? As in a a player that has solely led their team to playoff, to playoff birth. No, I don't think so. Um, And that's only because I think that the MVP award is there to recognize the best season. You know, I, I, I know that my evaluation of it is different, but I mean, I do have the angels making the playoffs. Um, for one, but two, like, even then, like, even if you're thinking, if you're putting into, okay, playoff teams and helping a team make the playoffs, I don't know that you can value that enough to take Shohei out of that. I mean, obviously, if the Angels make the playoffs and he's leading the league in war, it's it's an automatic dub for him. Yeah. But, I mean... I don't know. I just think I think the MVP award would be less and less. What's the word I'm looking for? Because you and I see the MVP the same way. I want, I want a player to win MVP that is a, that literally like without this player they wouldn't make the playoffs. Right. You know, that's why. I mean. I mean, yeah, sure, Trout unbelievable probably the best hitter in our one of our in our generation but i mean there have been some damn good like players who didn't win mvp mvp but they have they like without them on their team's lineup they would have never made playoffs not even close so i mean let's put it this way albert pujols was the player of the 2000s mm-hmm. mike trout was the player of the 2010s yep and we're looking at Shohei Otani being the player of the 2020s. Which, which is really weird to say because Mike Trout is still insanely good. Yeah. <laughs> but so, I don't know. What Shohei does – I mean, how many I'm not, how many I'm not tools... taking anything away from Shohei Otani. It's just like the way, the way that, they, that they vote for MVP in terms of just overall – just, yeah, sure. The only win – what was his war? Like 11 last year or something like that? I don't, know. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what his war was. Yeah, sure. But 
even if he wasn't in the lineup, they still went 77-85. You know? Yeah. They just didn't have any other pitching. That's That was the yeah. biggest thing. Yeah. So, I don't know. But, yes, Otani will be the MVP this year and maybe for years to come. Granted, yeah, Shohei Otani's war was nine. Okay. So, I mean, still, that's still insanely good. And so even so that means without Shohei Otani, they would have lost, they would have only won what 68 games. That's what that predicts. Yeah. But I I think they still would have won more than 68 games. But yeah. um, So I don't know. That's just, I'm just, I was just, I was just wondering your thoughts on if the voters are going to change their voting, like the way that they vote for MVP and not base it solely off of war. Right. But I mean, how many tools do you think Shohei Otani has? Eight? Yeah. Nine? Eight. Nine. Because he's a, he's a, he's a five-tool hitter because yeah. we I think we know he can play the outfield. Oh, no. Well, dude, he's a freaking athlete. Baseball players are fucking athletes, dude. Yeah. So he can hit. He hits for power. He can run. He can th- – he would – if he played right field, he could run – he could play the field. He's probably an absolute cannon. And, and has a <laughs> cannon as well. So that's – he's a five-tool on-the-field player. As a pitcher – He's got velocity. Uh-huh. He has command. Yep. Um, and I'd say that he's got disgusting movement on his stuff. So yeah. eight tools. Yeah. It's crazy. So it makes our lives easier picking AL, uh, the AL MVP award. As long as, I mean, hopefully as long as he stays healthy. Yeah. The MVP is his to lose. Yeah. I mean, the only reason why I, I brought that question too is because I mean, dude, look at fucking Barry Bonds. How many times did those Giants make the playoffs? Like, they made him a few times, and he won MVP. He even led them to a World Series. Right. That that's MVP right there. Same thing with like uh, Albert. Albert, and the card. Yeah, sure. The Cardinals had also had really good teams back then, but I mean, without Albert. Especially a prime Albert, no shot that the, the Cardinals would ever be where they were at that time. Or um, who else won MVP? They made the playoffs. Uh, Mookie, Mookie Betts, another guy who truly deserved MVP, in my opinion. Yeah, he didn't. He did deserve it that year. Um, I don't. The, the list. Well, the list will probably go on. But you, you see, what I'm saying though, because. I don't know. Like to me, it just doesn't feel like. Yeah, sure. I think MVP is just more of just best player in the league, but in MI turns MVP is just most valuable player to their team's performance in the season. Yeah, I agree. Um, uh, so I'm not like I said. I'm going to reiterate. I'm not taking anything away from Shohei Otani, but I mean, I really hope the Angels make the playoffs. So the MVP will be like that, that just proves to me more that he, that they really, really need him to, you know, to succeed, which clearly they do. I mean, he had a freaking nine war last year. This is, I'm looking at Shohei Otani's 22, 2021 stats and they're crazier than you think. So 257 batting average, 372 on base, 592 slugging, 46 home runs, a hundred RBIs, 26 stolen bases, nine wins, two losses, a 3-1-8 ERA, 
130 innings pitched with 156 strikeouts. Modern day Babe Ruth, except Babe Ruth couldn't run. Babe Ruth couldn't do any of this. <laughs> when he was on um, Boston cigarettes his entire life. Yeah, I mean, this is absolutely crazy. I'm looking, I'm also looking at some of the uh, MVP choices for, for uh, players that help their team make the playoffs. Chris Bryant yep. would be one. Chris Bryant, definitely. Um, Jose Altuve. Um, where's the trash can? Yeah. Uh, Christian Yelich. Yep. In 2018. Yelich. Cody Bellinger. Cody Bellinger. Yeah. I would say that because that team wasn't quite stacked yet. They were still good. They're really good, but I mean, they weren't what they are. They weren't. They were never what they were at. Uh, like what they're at right now. So. Right. What about Harper in 2015 with the Nats? Yeah. I think Absolutely. they made the playoffs that year. Did they or did they not? I think they did. I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty sure they did as well. Um, Mike Trout in 2014. Angels won the division that year. Yep. Um, uh, Verlander in 2011. Yep, Verlander. Right? Yeah. Kershaw. Kershaw in 2014 as well. That's a good one. You know, well, I mean, now that you're now that you're reading this off, maybe they are kind of. Yeah, I think they there's some level. Like, like of you it. see, I'm saying, like more recently, that these MVPs have just been based off of just solo performance, you know, and 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 war, and like these teams could have never they, they never really made the playoffs. Like for example, Phillies last year, Harper, Phillies didn't make the playoffs. Last and then same thing, Otani didn't make the playoffs. Trout didn't make the playoffs. Uh, I, mean, I could go on, but, but I mean, there's definitely saying, some now, examples of that. I mean, now that the MVP in the AL is like pretty skewed towards Shohei Otani with that rule. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, now, it, uh, now it just makes it harder for other people to win MVP because you really, you, you need to have not only have in like a, a year of your life, but you need Otani to be like, not, not great. You know, in, in right. one of his categories, you know. Uh, another great option is Miguel Cabrera in 2012 and 2013, especially in 2012 when he had the triple oh crown. Oh, God, triple crown, yeah. But th- th- that team was also insanely good because their pitching staff was ridiculous. Okay, wow. I, I haven't looked at these two seasons in a while. In 2012, Miguel Cabrera batted 330, a 393 on base, a 606 slugging, 44 bombs, 139 RBIs. And then he did it again in 2013. He batted two or 348 with a 442 on base. That's insane. And a 636 slugging, 44 bombs again, and 137 RBIs. Triple crown. That is consistency right there. Yeah. And he kept it up another couple of years. It's just Mike Trout came along. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Um, Anyways, um, Baseball is starting tomorrow, and next week will be our first ever for 2022, I should say, power rankings. So, <laughs> Let's hope that Cardinals got to a good start or also be in a really bad mood. You're going to shit on especially them? Especially because they're playing the freaking Pirates. I can already tell you who I'm putting at 30. <laughs> yeah. The Oakland A's. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't laugh. I'm, I feel really bad for you guys. Whatever, man. Hey, like I said, you can always become a Cardinals fan. No. 
Padres. Go Padres. All right, you get uh, to a team that doesn't pay their players to a team with a history of collapsing. Or Blue Jays. I like the Blue Jays, too. There you go. At least they've won a World Series. <laughs> True. All right, well, that does it for episode 20. Find us next week for episode 21. We'll have power rankings. We'll talk about the first weekend of baseball. Um, but, yeah, Ryan, uh, we'll see you next week. Peace.